Welcome to Talk Purpose and Truth with Eden and Kim, shifting you into higher consciousness. The show that elevates, uplifts, and encourages listeners to grow, heal, awaken, and evolve. Eden and Kim include bold topics, special interviews with inspiring guests, intuitive readings, channeled messages from beyond, including celebrities, hot topics to expand your awareness, and time for questions from the audience. Tune in for unprecedented truth, authenticity, on-purpose discussions, and magical moments. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Talk Purpose and Truth with Kim and Eden. I hope Hello. Hello, I hope everyone's doing amazing and very excited about the next two episodes. Um, It's going to be a part one and part two, and you're going to, part one's going to leave you wanting more um, for part two next week. And so we're excited because I think with everything going on in the world, we decided we needed something a little more heart-centered, uplifting, fun, high vibration. Not that we're not like that, but just something a little different. And so you'll see in a bit what we have in store for you. But first, Eden has a really cool story. And we have, everybody knows her husband, Eric, from our popular episodes with Edwin and Eric. (laughs) So hi, Eric. And so you guys are, you guys are, your anniversary is coming up. How many years? Yeah, so 25 years, July 22nd. Yes. You guys be us. God, we we are we're going on it'll be 21 years married. So you guys be us. Well, you know, you're you're like 3 years younger than us, aren't you? So. <laughs> uh, but didn't you have you guys have this cool plan and okay. then something so, crazy happened, right? I had this cool plan. So let me just preface that. Okay, so let me just explain what happened. I think the audience will get a kick out of this. So, uh, I, you know, cause of COVID we, it's a big anniversary. I wanted to figure out something that we could do that was special, but we can't, we were planning to take a cruise in June. That was going to be our anniversary present to each other, but that didn't happen. Um, so I tried to think of something. So, uh, he suggested the other day that we go driving to all of our like old hangouts and places we used to live in because we grew up together. So everything is is familiar to both of us growing up. So I thought, eh, that's okay. I guess we'll do that. But then I remembered um, he loves Corvettes. He, his dream car is a Corvette. So I thought, well, maybe since we don't, we're not at that point yet in our lives where he could buy one for himself, let me rent one. So I decided to go forward with that. And I rented him a red Corvette. Um, and I was going to surprise him. So now, um, <laughs> a couple weeks later, or maybe a week after, what happened was um, he calls me from work, or I called him, and he says, um, by any chance, did you rent a car? And I was like, oh, S-H-I-T. I don't know if I can say bad word. So <laughs> so on, on the podcast. And so I was like, oh my gosh, I cannot believe, what am I going to do here? So um, I just played it off though. I just said, "Uh, I don't know what you're talking about. And, you know, that was like the spur of the moment reaction. So I hung up the phone with him. He believed me, whatever it was that I said on the phone. He's like, oh, that's weird, but okay. I'm like, it's got to be some kind of accident. I don't know what that is. So then um, a couple hours later, he gets home from work. 
And what happened? So realistically, I got a notice in the morning that on my calendar, it popped up that I have was running a car on the 22nd and it was odd. So I didn't think anything of it. I maybe Eden, maybe it was somebody got into our account. So later on in the day, I asked her, like she said, Hey, did you rent a car? Do you know anything about that? And she played it off, said, no, nothing happened. I don't know what you're talking about. And I just thought it was really weird. It was the 22nd, which was our anniversary. So it was a little odd. So on my way home, it's bugging me because someone got into our account. I'm like, I'm just going to call the rental car place. So I called him up and I said, Hey, I'm just letting you know, you know, someone got a hold of my account. I got this rental car on the 22nd and it says it's being turned in on the 23rd. And, and my wife said it wasn't her and it's got her name all over it. Can you look and see? Cause we're, we are not renting a car. <laughs> so she, she paused and she, and she paused and didn't say anything. And then she was like, um, is there anything special coming up like a birthday or, and I'm like, wait a minute. I'm like, and then, so she paused and she's like, um, it's a Corvette. I'm like, Oh my God. Okay. Don't do anything. Let me just call my wife. Don't let her know I called you. And I need to try and figure out how I'm going to do this because I need to not ruin this for her. So, okay. Wait, then, um, while he was still at work, I was still going, I'll just say the word. I'm going shit in my mind. What the hell am I going to do? So um, I talked to my my daughter and her boyfriend were sitting with me. So they were like trying to help me, coach me to um, like be really good at lying. And I'm not a good liar. Um, so I came up with some stupid story for when he got home from work. So I had this all planned out. I was really nervous. The garage door opened up. And I'm like, oh my gosh, this is so bad. I don't know how I'm going to get away with this. And he's not going to believe me. So I go outside and, and he, all we had to do was look at each other. And he gave me this look. Well, I also got a text from you that I already talked to Enterprise. I got a text from you saying, oh, I took care of it. Oh. It's fake. It's nothing. And I'm thinking, yeah, okay, whatever. I'll go along with it because I know what the real thing is. <laughs> but... <clears throat> so then, but all he did, he looked at me and he's like, so this rental car thing and he had this smirk on his face and I started cracking up. I'm like, no, there's no way I'm going to lie right now. Fine. You know, this, this, I rented you a Corvette and we're supposed to take it on our, our fun ride on our anniversary. So anyways, and he was very excited. So it did ruin the surprise, but he was still so thrilled about it because he gets to drive this Corvette and right. he just found out a little early. Oh, that's yeah, so it's, cute. <laughs> it's exciting. It's, it's exciting. But it's Eric, exciting. Eric, aren't you yeah. excited to have something to look forward to? Like, it's always good to, I mean, a surprise is good too, but, but like to know you have something to look forward to. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I felt bad for her because the surprise was ruined, but I felt good for me because I know what we're going to be doing. Um, but it's just something that we, I've always talked about and um, yeah. it's, it's, it's going to be fun. It'll be a fun day. I think you guys should hear Little Red Corvette over and over again. That's the only yes. song you can of play. Of course. <laughs> I have it, I have it uh, keep on consistently playing in my car since I have found out. Oh, good. Okay, cool. Uh, well, I'm happy, and I think you guys should post pictures um, of you and the Corvette on our pages because oh now my gosh, we all yeah. know. Definitely. Yeah. No problem doing that. He loves taking pictures of himself. Yes. Right. So. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, thank All right. you for being here. Right. I'm going to take some pictures. See you guys. Have a good day. All right. Bye. <laughs> so 
so now I love that. And, and that's just right along the lines of the theme of our show is love and love life and dating and soulmates and feeling confident in your love life and all those things. So I love that. And we have this amazing guest that is coming yes. in relation to that topic. And so Eden, tell us about her. Okay, so we have Jessica Smith. Um, I'm going to read a little bit about her. She's an international dating coach, an author of 21 Days of Feeling Gorgeous. She's also the host of the Game of Love podcast and radio show. Um, she's heard in over 33 countries on, on all major platforms. Jessica leads transformational yoga retreats around the world to help people step into the, their power and love themselves unconditionally. So welcome, Jessica. Thank you, ladies. Thank you for having me. It was a great story, too. Yeah. <laughs> right? And, Thank and I you. Think what, I think what's great oh, for our listeners, so I think what's great for our listeners is that if whether you're looking for someone to be dating or looking for your soulmate, or if you're already in a relationship or even in a long marriage, you still can improve your love life. And so this really could fit for anyone to be listening. And it's definitely going to be very entertaining. And we're going to go about in the next two episodes, we're going to be interviewing Jessica, but also we have special guest ladies in each episode that are going to get dating coaching from Jessica. So this is going to be really exciting. And these ladies are really brave. So, <laughs> um, so Jessica, yeah. can you tell us how you got started with what you do? Oh my goodness. Yes. Um, and ladies, again, thank you so much for having me. It's great to be here. Um, gosh, I have been helping people make big transformations in their lives for several years. I've had private clients and I also, uh, like Eden said, I lead transformation yoga retreats around the world. So where I got started was working with single professional women. They just happened to be single, but they were professional women. And they, they came to me to help the feel more sexy and confident in their skin and really just have all parts of their lives in order. And it was, it was beautiful and it was fun. And several years ago, it was wild because all at the same time, my clients came to me and they were like, okay, Jessica, I feel sexy. I, my career is in a great place. All these things are great. Now I want a man. And I was <laughs> like, oh my gosh. What? <laughs> okay. mm -hmm. And, uh, so really I had this huge shift several, several years ago and it's been amazing. So now I've had the pleasure of working with Oh, hundreds of people to help them uh, love themselves unconditionally and also have healthy and happy relationships with others. Like to receive love from someone else. Yep. Yes. Okay. Yeah. That's well, a good I, I love that because I feel like what was lacking from, I love watching, you know, matchmaker shows and, and different things like that. But I feel like what's lacking a lot of the times in those shows is teaching the people to love themselves as well. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, yes. And a lot of people come to me and they're like, they assume I'm a matchmaker because a dating coach, you know, we're not, you know, wildly popular. And I always say I, I am not a matchmaker because if, you know, we, we all have issues. We all do. Right. And 
and when we are dating and everything, even if we're the most put together people, when we have when we're in our our feelings and we're emotional, it's hard to dictate things. And for matchmaker, if I if I just presented the most perfect partner for someone, if they don't have themselves put together, if they don't love themselves, if they don't have their codependency issues worked on or their self-esteem issues worked on, it doesn't matter if they have the most perfect partner in front of them because they'll just, you know, they could just blow it up or sabotage right. it. And that's where I come in that I work my magic and I get all of my clients feeling great about themselves. And, you know, once they start loving themselves, I always say the most important relationship is the relationship with yourself. Yeah. If you love yourself, if you feel good about yourself, everything else is icing on the cake. Then we yeah. can work on these romantic situations. We can, we can, you know, we, we can tackle the career and all that good stuff. So yeah. the, the right. key is the relationship. It reminds me of that show, Married at First Sight. Me too. Were you thinking about that? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. I just watched it last night, the one in Australia. And it's so true because they put them with people who are compatible, compatible to them, but most of the relationships don't last. And it's because they, they each person gets triggered by the other person and it right. brings up their past traumas that they never dealt with. So yeah, it, it's interesting. Yeah. 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 So, but now yeah, that's so where someone like you would fit in. Yeah. Exactly. So what I do is a lot of times when I work with clients, I come in when they're in the dating process. So we work on that stuff and I prepare them to go out in the dating world. And then we can work on those things as they come up. So if they start dating someone and all of a sudden they're, you know, they're, they're playing out some old trauma or some issue, then we work on it together. And, and then too, on the other side of it, it's been beautiful that I've, I've been fortunate enough and successful enough for my clients that they're getting into relationships. So they stay on with me and uh, they come to me and they're like, oh my gosh, you know, he's doing this or she's doing that. What do I do? And so I do this covert couples therapy and they're, they're having a lot of success. I, wow. I'm happy to report. I've had, um, one of my couples got privately married during COVID and That's I've had an awesome. engagement. And so even in all of this insanity, uh, there's, there's been some good stuff happening. So, oh, that's, yeah. <laughs> Congratulations on that. I'm sure it feels good. <laughs> Your work is oh, helping others to other it people. Does. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. Um, so tell us about oh, your new, your new yeah. book, your, um, 21 days to feeling gorgeous. Tell us about the oh, book. <laughs> ladies. I love this book. I am in love with this book. It, I'm thrilled to have it out. Um, again, 21 days to feeling gorgeous. Finally love the skin you're in and be the badass goddess you're meant to be. So this book is a transformational workbook and it's 21 days. And each day I have it nicely laid out. So each day a woman can sit down, read just a little bit, takes about 20 minutes, and then can sit down and do a little journaling exercise or I give other homework in there. And this is a journey of self-love and you know, there's a lot of, you know, in the in the coaching world especially, there's a lot of self-love talk. And I wanted to give my fellow goddess something powerful and simple that they can sit down and get results 
every single day. And so at the end of 21 days, they have all kinds of practical tools. I have my clients that still use them. I still use them on the daily and they, they have these tools that they can, they can apply right away to make powerful changes. And so they feel amazing at the end of 21 days. I love that. I'm going to get it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I, I love something that I love something that also encourages a discipline too, like, you know, making you do something every day and, and then you get excited like, oh, I want to already do tomorrow, but I'm going to wait so that it really is. I'm processing it. I'm taking it in. Right. So I love that. And thank you. I, I do too. And I, like I said, I like it digestible, you know, so people aren't sitting down and, you know, they, I, they, they can get a nice little entertaining story. And I share my personal stories and my trials and tribulations. And, uh, you know, I, I also approach it with a very modern day. Uh, so it's, it's real talk. And, you know, it's, I call it the, the sacred sisterhood that we just sit down and we're just real with each other. And, you know, when you do that, when you're super authentic and raw, I mean, right. that's when the magic happens. Yep. And, and so you, feel, you feel your podcast is similar, like where you're just real raw and you <laughs> tell it like it is. Definitely. My podcast is the one place that I can really just, uh, it's listed as explicit with Apple ah. and some of the other, so I can nice. really say just about anything. And, and I will talk about different topics from spirituality. So I'll go pretty deep and like do my woo woo stuff. And I also talk about sex and I'll just be real, real about it. I, I talked a lot about self-pleasuring during COVID because there were so many, I had a lot of people that I did uh, interviews for, and I had a lot of clients reaching out that so anyway, I, I broached a lot of topics. <laughs> nice. Okay. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of people there. I did research and there was about 60% of people are alone, you know, during quarantine. And so, Hey, <laughs> got, got to take care to, of business, right ladies? Oh, so, all of a yeah, sudden our producer, our producer, Scott perked up and he's listening <laughs> all of a sudden. <laughs> yeah, I see you. <laughs> Well, so interestingly, um, you'll, you'll actually feel it's very serendipitous when I tell you about Heather then. So we have Heather Torres here. A lot of you listeners have heard Heather on a few of our episodes and actually her episode about using your six sensory abilities is in our top five episodes of all time still, which is amazing. Um, and she got bit by the podcast bug by her first appearance on our podcast, which is really cool. And yeah. so she will soon be releasing her own podcast about the history and events that have changed how we look at sex. Um, and so Heather's here and she is daring and brave and bold enough to be dating coached by Jessica. So you guys take it away. Hi, Jessica. Yes. <laughs> Hi, it's so nice to meet you. Nice oh, and you. congratulations on your new podcast. Oh, I'm excited. I can't wait to get it just launched and off the ground. I've been working hard at it. <laughs> it was oh, my COVID well, project. Good for you. Well, good for you for doing something, uh, you know, productive during this time. You know, I don't know about you, but I finished about 18 Netflix series and lived in my sweatpants. So good for you for starting a <laughs> podcast that will... <laughs> that will help a lot of women. 
Okay. okay so Heather, tell me what's happening in your love life. <laughs> what, Nothing. what is going on? <laughs> what's <laughs> um, like just in general or just now, because it's, it's just, there are no words. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I feel like it's at a standstill. I, okay. I feel like, I feel like I don't meet connections. I feel like, and we're going to be bold here. I feel like I meet people who look at me like I'm a fetish. So I never feel like I can get a connection because I'm a red hair, tattooed, blue eyed woman, you know? So I feel like I'm more fetishized than I am looked at as a person who, you know, does have things together. I do have a career. I do. I, I, I feel like I have a really good head on my shoulders and, um, nobody seems to care about that. They seem to care about the stigma behind, sorry, my dogs are barking, the stigma behind being a tattooed redhead. And you also, I don't know if this matters, Jessica, but she has been previously married and has some kids. Okay. I do okay. have two kids, but I, my marriage was technically only four months. So do we even count that? And that was uh, 16 years ago. <laughs> well, um, I will say right off the bat that, uh, you are so striking and you are sexy and attractive. So I'm sure I have no doubt that men are just, uh, and you know, with guys, uh, that's one of the first things that they see is the, the aesthetics, the looks, and that's what draw them in. So, um, I just want to make a note of that. And, um, and also, you know, thank goodness you're so attractive, you know, you, you got lucky in that department. So, um, uh, so I'm going to, I'm going to put a little pause on that, but I want to hear, where do you want to be? Um, you know, I feel like everything has been mostly fulfilled in my life. I've just never found love. Like after my divorce at 25, I'm 40 now, my kids are grown. I, I, after my divorce, I did my growth and I felt like I wanted to have my bucket list as a single girl to kind of achieve things for me. So, you know, I traveled and I bought a house and I, I did everything on that bucket list before I pursued any kind of relationship. And now I'm, now I'm kind of here, like, okay, I bought a house and now, you know, I'm stable in my career and, you know, so love never found a way. So I found other things to do. So I enrolled in sommelier school and now I'm studying wine and hoping to now open a wine bar. And I, I, I feel like I have everything else together in life, but my love life is just a disaster. Well, Heather, um, you might feel like your love life is a disaster, but hats off to you for kicking ass in all other parts of life. It's really impressive everything that you're doing. And really this time that you've been kicking ass and taking names is just adding to who you are. And it's really just, it's part of your journey. You know, obviously things are, you know, have meant to be played out in this fashion. You know, you are meant to do all of these things because you're kind of like building your resume right now. I mean, you're having a lot of fun and you're doing a lot of cool things and you're making this list of who Heather is even more attractive by all of this time that you're investing into yourself and all this fun that you're having. So 
I am curious, what do you want right now from your love life? If I had a little magic wand wave in the air, what what do you want? Um, I'd, I'd want a partner, 50-50. I'd want um, stability. I I want the, you know, I want the nice guy that finishes last. And before it was always about bad boys. And now I've evolved into, you know, I want that wholesome guy. I want that kind of guy that they write country music songs about. And, you know, I'm hoping for that quality relationship and that, that stability and that solid foundation. Right. So with your, in the past, you've been drawn to the bad guy. Uh, the bad boys and that whole persona are you still at a place that let's say you and I went out for cocktails later would you still be like oh you see the bad boy that's all tatted up and just kind of looks a little rough would you still be like oh who's that no Mm -mm. no 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 I would actually look at him knowing that I've had experience with it and I would probably try to manipulate and get him get drinks out of him I wouldn't look at him as anything other than a challenge for the night to have our drinks paid for. I don't, okay. I don't take them Great. seriously. So that's, yeah. I've already read that. So book. your attraction has changed. Perfect. Yes. Right. You're like, been there, done that moving on. So your, um, your tastes have changed and your intentions and your focus and all that good stuff has changed. What have you changed to appeal to this nice guy that finishes last. Is there anything that you're doing differently to present yourself? Are you? I am, I don't really know how to answer that question. Am I doing anything? I feel like I've, I've grown from my last breakup to allow myself to be more vulnerable than I have before. So if anything, maybe I, I could potentially be more vulnerable if, if, a, if a, a decent, if a quality man who could also take care of my feelings and not mock them came mm. into my life. I feel like I could wear my heart on my sleeve instead of like protect it. Like I, I would tend to do before. So I feel like if, if anything, that, that would be the best answer I could give because I don't really know how else I could present oh, myself. That's beautiful. Well, and correct if I'm wrong, but with that bad guy persona, I, you seem like you're so vibes and you're comfortable and you're, I bet you're a lot of fun. I mean, I would love to go. I've got a friend here who can vouch for that. (laughs) This bad, bad boys. (laughs) I would imagine, you know, you're, you are a lot of fun. And so when you're around these, these bad boys, I can imagine like this va 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 boom kind of vibe. And so I'm curious, how how do you show up if you see this nice guy? Do you are would you say you're more assertive and aggressive? Or are you the opposite? Do you like, I'm gonna sit here and and Oh, I'm shy. You know, if I look cute if I and like have him you, approach me. If I like you and I see a future, I'm shy. But if I look at you as a challenge that I don't take seriously, I'm very flirtatious and very aggressive and, and, you know, just the good. Yeah. I mean, I can, I, I know the game I've played it. You know the game. (laughs) But when it comes to the nice guy, I don't know how to act. 
I'm, I, I stumble, I get shy, I get fluttery. I play with my hair because it's a nervous twitch. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And uh, I hear you because I'm the same way. So I hear you and that is great. And that is good news uh, because of the whole dynamic with the masculine and the feminine energy. I think it is so, so cute that you get flustered and, you know, like, I don't know what to do with my hands. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I feel giggly and I'm all fluttery. And I, that's music to my ears because that allows that nice guy who, you know, maybe is oscillating between his masculine energy and the feminine energy that you're presenting yourself in that more that feminine, that, that just sensual and soft, that is really good news. And with you also, you know, going back to the beginning of this call, when you were saying that you're, uh, you know, you're a, you're a striking redhead and a lot of guys are like, oh man, I just, you know, I, I, I don't know if I have permission to say what I'm thinking the guys are thinking about you in this podcast. You have my permission. Um, I don't know if you have theirs. <laughs> sure, go for it. Well, I imagine that they're like, oh my God, they just want to like experience all this beauty and excitement and sexiness. My and text messages would say you're correct. <laughs> <laughs> so for you, I would say this, that I love that you, when you're interested in the guy, you get that, that softness that I don't know what to do. I do that. I think that is super sweet keep that going. We don't need to change that at all. I would say, um, since we, we don't have a whole, whole lot of time together, I will just kind of speed through this part and say, since you are so sexy that when you are being, you're welcome. When you're being courted by a man, I would say, try to dial that back a little bit. And, you know, like you have this gorgeous, long, luscious hair, maybe put it up. Maybe dial back on the makeup a little bit. Maybe show a little less skin and then really show up with all this amazing stuff that you have going on. Talking about your podcast, talking about your children, talking about your, your passions and, you know, really front loading your courtship experience with all of those beautiful things that you are internally. And, uh, yeah my, my mother, my grandmother would say, you know, make him work for it and, you know, hold back on that physical stuff. And I will say I'm pretty liberal. If you listen to my podcast, I'm like, I I'm all for if, if you want to sleep with a guy on a first night or wait three months, I, I don't care. That's not my business. You do what you want to do, whatever works for you. I would say specifically in your case, I would kind of, I would hold them off a little bit with that. And like I said, really show all the great things you are. And I would also love for you to spend a little time and do a little soul searching and get these really deep seated desires out into the universe and spend some time on a new moon or a full moon by yourself, take a nice Epsom salt bath, essential oils, and do some, some things that I could put a whole list together for you of, of things that you can do, but really just making this time special and sit down and write down all the things that you're looking for in a partner. 
and go as deep as you can. Nobody's going to see this list. So you can be as like superficial and, and, you know, like insignificant to like these big, big things. And then take some time. It sounds like you have some spiritual practices and uh, I feel like you're very intuitive. So um, do a, a ritual, do a ceremony that, that solidifies what you want and really powerfully put it out there and really just like telling the universe, I'm ready. I can do that. I'll have to ask hey. him and Eden what kind of rituals they suggest because I have no idea about those. <laughs> oh, well, we, yeah. we have a we have a reading, to, an intuitive reading today. So let's see what comes up. Ooh. Good timing. Right? <laughs> yeah. Guys, I'm here well, for Heather, it. Did you have any other questions for me? No, I think I'm going to take it all in. And I mean, I, I think maybe you're right, because I have been told many times I ooze sexuality. So maybe I should dial it back. But I don't like, I mean, my hair. Yeah, I think you're right. <laughs> Just listen to the expert. Right? I mean, clearly I I'm not it. an expert. So <laughs> I think it's awesome. And I love your vulnerability. And I love the way that that you just connected with her, Jessica, and got her, even though you just met her. And so um, I feel so excited. And maybe in, you know, a few months, we can have you guys back on in a call just to see what what's happened in the next yeah. few months. Yeah, yeah, I would love that. Follow oh up. Oh my gosh. I would love that. Yes. I want to see, I want to see what magic you're going to, you're going to make there, Heather. And yeah, I, I feel like like eight months is the number I'm getting. Like eight months in the future, there's something that's going to be coming your way. Okay. Well, that's good. Well, we'll, we'll let you know what the reading says too. <laughs> Ooh, yes. That'll be exciting. Yeah, so, well, Jessica and Heather, thank you guys for being on. And, and we're going to have you back on, Jessica, for the next episode, part two, with a different person that we're, we're going to have coached. And Heather, thank you for being on again. Thank you, guys. And thank you, everyone, for listening. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Bye. For more information on Eden, go to EdenSuston.com. For more information on Kim, go to KimLifeCoach.com. Make sure to follow them on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Talk Purpose and Truth Podcast. If you loved this episode, you'll love every episode. So be sure to subscribe so you don't miss anything. Thank you for listening.